ladies and gentlemen. Saturday morning sports filler. Iron Woman Candace Warner, Racing Royalty Richard Friedman, and Armchair Expert Brendan Anakin. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Welcome back. Oh, our great friend Candace Warner still over in England in her place today. Uh, the equally as great Aaron Woods joining us. Good morning, mate. How are we, Brendo? Wonderful, brother. I'm beside myself excited because of the great man's back. He's back. Richard Friedman <laughs> looking like a charcoal chicken due to how tanned he is after being in Italy for so long. Thank you, Brendo. There, there he is. There's definitely something wrong with oh, you. Oh, I know There's there is. just something I wrong. I found that out about myself when you were no. gone and I missed you. I was like, oh, I legitimately miss Richard. Where's this coming from? Yeah, well, I've been in a, some lovely spots in Italy for a little while, uh, but my favourite place was... Uh, right here. Yeah. Is that what you were yeah, going to say? Right say here, that. and I missed no, no, you. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I had a second behind Portofino, but... but <laughs> it, it is annoying there, though. You know, you, you, I was sitting just leaning out the window of my room and the, the dirty great super yacht parks in front of me. I said, oh, hey, no. you... Giorgio Armani, get your yacht <laughs> out of there. Right? Move it. <laughs> um, I would assume that your grievance today is somehow travel related. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate travelling. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I hate being locked in planes with other people. Yeah, uh, the yeah. other humans don't like me. You You're know? the only person that comes back from holidays with more grievances. <laughs> than I left than, with. Than you left with. <laughs> I'll get to that at the end of the show. Uh, it's a wonder you're even here. Woodsy with the NRL media, a yeah. boycott. We're going yeah. to get uh, we're going to get stuck into that and why you are here. Fire up. Let's fire You're not going to black it. it out during the show, are you? Just I've got no emblem of the blackout, so I'll be right. Oh, you'll be right. Yeah. The whole show. You promise you'll talk. I'll, for the I'll whole be here show? for the whole show, boys. Nice. Right. Okay, it's not like a Merlin unless, from unless, Big Brother situation. Unless I get a call. <laughs> what so. a reference. What an old reference. I'm so sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> a Merlin. No from idea Big what you're talking. About. No one did. Um, Ashes. Spirit of the game. We're going to rock into that debate very soon. You are fired up I about can't that. Wait, mate. You are fired These up bombs, about mate. that. They just do my head in. He asked me several times during the week. We are going to. We're going to go to the palms, aren't we? We're going to go to the palms. Oh, he's going to dig. Boys, in. are we going to go to the palms or what? We're going to go to the palms. It's going to happen. Where have you been all week? Everybody's been digging into the ponds all week. We just we, had to wait till Saturday, boys. Yeah, we filthy. It's so hard just having a weekly show because you want to you want to act on things as they happen, but it's hard to wait till Saturday. So we've held the the powder. We're ready to go, uh, as we are with the Blues team as well. Very excited to uh, to hear what you think about the Blues team for Game Three, Aaron yes, Woods. It'll, um, Come yeah, on, I'm excited to talk about it. Oh. Mm. Not for uh, positivity, but boys. Uh, next oh. though, we've been. <laughs> Titans have been in the news more than you yes, would, uh, you would think here in Sydney. Yeah, and more than they deserve. Uh, one of the great contract clauses, I don't know if it's an oversight, if they've done it on purpose. Very silly. Some big players off contract there. I don't know if they'd like that. We're going to get into it next with the sports updates. The dead set legends. I saw Bono over there. Uh, what, what do you mean you've held on to that? We're <laughs> not here for three minutes. He was two doors down from him. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Aaron Woods is in for Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Brendan Aaron Anakin. Uh, nearly got my own name wrong. Spirit of the game debate. <laughs> we will be doing that uh, in the next 15 minutes. Your thoughts on the Blues uh, team for game three as well. There's a lot to talk about today. So if you want to get in early, one triple three five three is the number right now. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends sports update. The RLPA's media boycott is now in full effect as their paywall with the NRL rages on. Players are abandoning all media commitments on days when an NRL, NRLW or state of origin match is to be played. Yet you are here, Aaron Woods. Yes, I am thank here. Thank you for I that. I am here, thank you. otherwise we, we would have just been me and Richard. No, nah, I think if you've still got, you know, prior commitments, you're still allowed to commit to. So we're not... So like, you won't be here next week? 
No, no. So if you're contracted to them, oh, which okay. I think the likes of myself and Wado are, yep, we are yep. still allowed to do our commitments. Okay. That's well, right. that's good. Just not game day. That's you know that Peter Volandi's going to call you bluff on. Oh, us. definitely. He's a, he's a powerful man, and you know it's it's funny you see what you know what agendas are being run you know behind the scenes and as a as a group as our LPA. We knew when we took this action that things were going to be said. You know, there's going to be twisted words. Um, there's going to be people on certain sides of of each. You know, the RPA mm. or whether it's on the NRL, and, and they're just going to be driving their own things. So, um, you know, as a group, we, we, we're, we're sticking solid. You know, mm-hmm. there's things that we want to achieve from this. Um, you know, they're going to try paint us into the bad, you know, in a bad picture with the fans. They're going to try to turn them against us. But, you know, once it does all come out, I think the fans will, will realise and they, they'll understand. Well, uh, Ricky Stewart, Raiders coach, he was asked, does it hurt the game? This is what he said. Yes, it does. Um, it's not your fault that there can't be an agreement. I, I feel sorry for the players because I believe that if you spoke to 95% of the players, they wouldn't even know why they're not allowed to talk to the media. Um, I think they're being used and it's wrong. They didn't mince his words. He's on the other side of the fence. Though. He never does, Sticky, does he? He's, nah. one, he's one that likes to get a headline, who, big fella. Who, who's, who would be using the players? I mean, who, who's, it's for I the players. I think he's trying to say that it? the RPA is using the players just to for get... For what purpose? That's what I don't understand. Like, you know, that, so a lot of the stuff is come from, you know, when we got hit by COVID. So we took a lot of reductions in pay, all that sort of stuff. But we're still going off the same things. Um, like Things haven't changed. You know, the, the NRL making a record amount of numbers with revenue, what they're bringing to the game. And we're still living off the path stuff and we had to take reductions in everything. So there's just that, that's just a little minor thing of everything. Like it's, it's not all about money. Um, there's also, you know, where the money goes. And I think the biggest thing for the NRL with us is they don't trust what we're going to do when, when we do get our money. Yeah, they want to be in control of where it goes. Um, them and the ARL Commission, but but two thirds of that record revenue that you talk of is generated by the broadcasters. So why black out the broadcasters? It just seems counterintuitive. Yeah, but you got to you got to put a line in the sand somewhere. And then the broadcasters, obviously, they're, so they're coming with all the money. So the other night, Abdo come up and said he wants the Pacific Nations to get the same amount of money as us. Mm. Uh, as, sorry, as Australia. And what right. New Zealand get, The players get, right? get the same amount as, as Australia As Australia, which is, you know, yeah. the Tier 1 nations, which yeah. is, yeah. So what happens is that money is in a, a player's fund, which is already there. So what the what we're trying to fight for with the with with the NRL there is that, so with the competition at the end of the year, so say this year there could be a, there, there's, there's talk that there could be a Australia, Tonga, Samoa, Fiji, oh. four nations. So the money revenue and, and the share of the money that's going to be made from that tournament, none of those tier countries get anything, even as Australia. The NRL makes the full profit of that. We want that to be all spread out evenly, and that's how they make the uh, same percentage money as what Australia do. I guess, I guess. look, you're up against one of the most oh, we know tough up against, oh, mate, negotiators he, he, ever come yeah. across. And the thing was, he's two sports that he works with. They're the only two sports going around in the COVID yeah. year. He, yeah. he knows how to get the job done. Yeah. You know, we're not... We're not and, and I'm telling you, he... he he won't cave easily. But the biggest thing that we want to do is so, and then another one was, you know, during that, so after that period of COVID, you know, we took a big pay cut and by by us doing that for the NRL, we got to be able to audit their books. Um, it was one of the little, you know, incentives of us giving, so for us taking the money away, we get to have an opportunity to go through their books. They told us they made, I can't remember exact figures, but whatever it was, um, you know, they made a profit and we found out that, you know, it wasn't that profit when the books got ordered. So right. just little things like that, um, you know, well, you lose a little bit of trust. One thing I know Peter Volandis does, he's big on. He's been 
big on it for racing and he'd be big on it for the rugby league. When, when he stepped into the rugby league role yep. and got COVID, he found out the rugby league itself was basically worth nothing. Yes. Had no assets. No, he's done a great job. Except, except for the contract that they have with the broadcaster. Uh, that was their only asset, which he had to then leverage to keep the game yep. going. So I guess his argument would be, I'm trying to build an asset here so that the rugby league is robust and can go through these sort of crises when they come up from time to time. And I think that's what he wants to be in control of, what we do with our money, with the hardship funds, where all our money goes towards. And, you know, we're as a, as a group, we, that's where we want to distribute our money and we want to help out the past players that have, you know, if they've mm. had, you know, things where they've been injured and we can help them out. Because at the moment, they're only covered for a year after they retire. Well, you do footy talk with Wade Graham every Tuesday. Wade Graham is on the RLPA board. Yeah, so we, I believe, so if you're looking for a player's perspective on Tuesday, this is going to come out on Listener. Yeah, so, so we haven't been able to talk too much about it because we don't know legally what we can and can't say at the moment. Sure. So it's going to be a huge one on Tuesday because Wade is a board member. Um, he's going to come with all the information. And he's going to give us a great insight in what, what we're talking about and what we're fighting well, for. Set an alert for that because that's going to be a must listen. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, we'll come back with part two of the sports update after this some real uh, dramas at the Titans. And I want to give Toby Sexton a pat on the back. Raunchiest name in the NRL. The sex bomb. The sex machine. Oh, oh maybe. Toby. <laughs> Toby Sexton. <laughs> Triple M's dead set legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner away. Aaron Woods in. Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. Time for part two of this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Titans hard men David Fafita, Tino Fasua-Amalawi have become free agents in the wake of coach Justin Holbrook sacking. Their current multi-million dollar deals uh, were made void with Holbrook's dismissal. They've already been approached. So Raiders coach Ricky Stewart, he's been in touch with David Fafita's management. Uh, the Dragons want both of them. Shane Flanagan says, give us both. Um, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Would they have known this when sacking Justin Oh, Holbrook they would have had or? to have known it because you know all your players' contracts, especially what, what type of board would be would that be if you didn't yeah. know what your marquee men had in their, you know, the get-out clauses in their contract? That's pretty silly. If, if they didn't know that, then they're not doing a real good job. Well, they're but, part of the leadership team and they but, I know they were upset they weren't consulted about the, the sacking, so that's yeah. not going to put them in good step to keep and, them, you would have thought. And then a lot of things you hear, they've got a good relationship with Holbrook and Holbrook wasn't doing too bad this year. They're in the top eight or, or just They were ninth about. when they he was sacked. Yeah, they were going well. They were... I think they were overachieving compared to what everybody thought they would be like this year. And um, the other thing with St. George, so Ben Hunt obviously wants to go out and go to the Titans. That's mm. a huge play to be able to say, oh, we'll just make a swap. You know, we'll swap mm. Ben Hunt for Tino. If that's a no-brainer, like, honestly. But the other thing is Tino's got to want to go that down to the true. Dragons, which is the other. It, it's just huge. Like, it's those two players on the market from the club, they're the two marquee men. Mm. It's just, oh, I'd be quite nervous if I was Gold Coast Titans Richard's at the moment. Richard's very patient. You've got something to say, Richard? Well, I just think the Titans are overachieving because they still exist. <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely a graveyard you for like professional Maroon. sporting teams on the Gold Coast. Seagulls, oh, Giants. You, go, you can go through, uh, I'll list them. Chargers. In, in all all sports. Mm. Like, they, they didn't they have a... Uh, what about the Gold Coast Suns? Well... Yeah, they're still there. They By the skin of their teeth, they're still there. Um, new Bulldogs halfback Tony Sexton, uh, Toby Sexton, uh, will be making his debut for the club tonight against the Rabbitohs after the Titans granted him an immediate release earlier in the week. Looks like they're trying to free up some uh, 
Some cap space, ca- perhaps. Some cashish, and there could be another halfback coming in up yeah. there. So. I hate all this. They play for one club one week and another club the next week. I don't like well, any of it. See, he I've wasn't getting a, a few run. times, Frio. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been <laughs> a fight. King of it. He's doing the tours. I, I nearly have to ask you every time you come in, which club are you playing Still for this week? Still at Manly, mate. So to- Toby wasn't getting a run, so Tanner Boyd had taken that spot up there, and I really rate Toby Sexton. Yeah, well, I, th- you, I think he's going to do a great job at the Dogs. The last game he played was against the Dragons up there, and he won on the game, you know, against the rival player that wants to go to the club. Too so, um, and, and Bulldogs are lacking a halfback. So yeah. this is it's sort of a win-win for both clubs. You know, the Titans get to move on Toby Sexton, get to free up some salary cap space, mm. whether it's for Ben Hunt, David Feeder, or, or, or Tino that yeah. they want to keep, um, and then the Bulldogs gain in the halfback. So it's it's a pretty good win-win. And look, I hope he goes well. He's he's been touted as a, as a future superstar, young Australian schoolboy. Mm. Played some really good footy. Just just Tanner Boyd come out of nowhere this yeah. year and played with Kieran Foran, and their combination has been outstanding. So. It's a tough one to take for a local boy up on the Gold Coast, but he's getting an opportunity to come down here and play at the Bulldogs. And you would have liked it too, Richard. This is the sort of uh, this is the mark of the man. Just drove down with his dad, uh, found his own accommodation while they're doing the negotiations. Doesn't ruffle any feathers, just gets the job done. Toby Sexton. Well, that's my kind of guy. And he's got a raunchy name. Isn't that and what we most, love isn't that, him. Isn't that what most of us do? Well, no, not from what I've heard. Not from what I've heard. Well, I I've been, I've been, a, I've been to four clubs. I'm still in the same house. <laughs> Drag uh, yourself there each clubs. time. I've, I've picked the <laughs> dogs too. Sydney. I've picked the dogs too. I reckon they'll, I reckon they'll beat um. They're a chance. Tonight. Yeah, they're a big chance. Well, South's got about seven or eight players out, yeah, so it's a great time to get South. Off a flogging as well. You got to perform. Well, look you at the Tigers to. the other night. They performed. That's it. When talking sport, twenty four seven is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Such is the pace of the Ashes that we missed the spirit of cricket debate because we only do this show weekly. So we'd like to circle back on the spirit of cricket debate, something you would have heard plenty of. Does it even exist? Of course, it references uh, Richard Friedman, Johnny Bairstow being uh, dismissed. Well, controversially, some were saying, but I don't think so. It was within the laws of the game. There's no doubt about that. He, Bang. He, he, you know, we all know <laughs> that. We've all debate. It's, it's in That's the laws it. of the game. But is there such a thing? Is there a place for the spirit of of sport? Mm. And and if there is, what's an example of that? Because that wasn't an example of it. Because I don't believe so. Yeah, they're claiming it was, but you know, they're all being hypocrites and. It's all we've got it's, very It's difficult. funny the information that comes out afterwards that he did it in day two. Yeah. He did it in, in you know, 2018 in an ODI match. It the comes coach, down to one incident it. with him, one thing. He did the little turkey scratch in the crease. Yep. And to him, in his mind, that meant ball's dead. Well, no, you're just marking. No, it's like, it's like in rugby league, you've got to play to the ref's whistle. That's right. So he's got to mm. wait till the umpire moves off. And there was still momentum, I found, in, in Alex Carey's dismissal. His Catches arm is the ball and then still momentum. Underarm. Yeah. Nothing had stopped. Yeah. And it's just, it always seems to be the team that's losing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The it's team never that's a losing, winner. it's never a winner. They don't go, well, that's outside the spirit. Well, what about yeah. when Mitchell Stark caught that ball? Yeah. In the outfield. How's that? No, 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 if you can't, you, you, it's to the letter of the law. And because we won, Frio, we don't talk about it. That's right. The letter of the law mm. says he didn't catch the ball. That's right. And the, the umpires with, with that. But, you know, I've seen, I think the spirit exists, it does exist in other sports too. Cycling has a has a, a spirit of the sport. I oh, know there's, there's a What's lot the of things. What's the spirit of cycling? Well, a lot of things go on in cycling that are probably ah, outside the yes, spirit. Yes, no, I am. I, <laughs> but, but, yeah, if but, I remember the things. <laughs> Be careful here, boys. If the the yellow jersey uh, has to stop for a uh, comfort break, sure, which you know, have a slash, have a a wee, yeah, yeah, we've all been there, or a two, 
Because it turns up some things. Oh, I think really? two's, two's probably a little bit too long. Uh, really? You reckon? Do we have to get into this detail? Now, that's a great debate. <laughs> but see, and there's a debate. They will wait for him to rejoin the peloton. Sure. Uh, that's because they say it's out of his control. I didn't know You, you know what I'd yeah. say? If I was the other, just do it while you're riding. Well, they do do that too. Yes. That does happen. But or funnel. It, but they will wait, you know, <laughs> and in certain circumstances they will wait. So mm. a very professional, aggressively professional sport, they do have a, a spirit thing. And I think in cricket... There are situations. What if a, a batsman runs into a bowl, they all fall over, and yeah. then someone tries to run well, the batsman out? It's not his fault. Freya, what about Brendan McCullum comes out after the game and says, we won't have a beer with these blokes? And then in 2006, runs out Paul Collingwood doing the same thing. Having said that, to, to his defence, he did give a speech after that. No, he, he was actually quoted. He goes, I never thought... I never thought it was the wrong thing to do. The rules are there and you can't reward stupidity. But you're right. Later he did give a speech. I've got some of that speech here. Would you like do it? You want to play that? When Morley left his ground to congratulate Kumar on his 100, it landed in my gloves. I removed the bales and appealed. Morley was given out and we went on to win the match. We were within the lords of the game, but not the spirit. And there is a very, very important difference which is glaringly obvious to me years later. I hate that. Jeez, it sounds like someone's just wrote him a script and he's read off it. Yeah, I, it's that do what you want and then apologise later. I hate that attitude. Well, you know, people do learn. You know, yeah. people do mature. People change. Change, the only evidence of life. So well, I've, got one in, I've got one in the spirit for you. So in Origin in 2014, right, Priya, Yeah. they did a kickoff. We've just got the lead, 6-4 with about eight minutes to go. I've tried to get out of the way of the ball and it's just flicked my upper chest region. Your nipple. My hit, nipple. Right. hit my nipple. So, hit nipple. so what is that? If it touches you and goes dead... It's a dropout. Drop out. Drop out. And I've just signalled, like, wrapping my arms like a circle, which means, all right, it's That's gone dead. Go back to penalty halfway. Oh. And you... Did, what, so you want to give the Queenslanders a, a win? <laughs> do you, do you, are you proud of that moment? I'm proud. We broke the streak. <laughs> <laughs> Very much outside the, the spirit of the I, game. You know what I did? I played to the, played to the played whistle. Played to the whistle. Yes, but... But then in other instances, I, I remember... But you lied. In about two, <laughs> <laughs> in 2017, Greg Inglis did his ACL. Yeah. And I remember him bringing the ball back. You could tell it wasn't right when we looked after him. That's in the spirit of rugby league. Well, okay. That's a good, that's a good example. What have you what seen? What you did is not a good example. No, that's, out, that's outside the spirit of the game. And that's what we want. One, triple, three, five, three. What have you seen that is outside the spirit of the game? Any game. Um, I've got one from indoor soccer, which I hate to equate <laughs> to indoor origin. Soccer. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, we'll get to it after in a this. Trial match. A in a trial soccer. match, indoor. What, what have you seen outside the spirit of the game? I think it's a good question. It could All be right. amateur. It could be professional. But, One triple three five three, but no long-winded answers. You've got to be very succinct, otherwise this could turn into a yeah. lecture. He's got a schedule. Yes. He's got a Buster Cat, Richard Freeman, Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names, big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Candice Warner still in England. We've got Aaron Woods in. Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. Uh, taking your calls on one triple three five three. What have you seen outside the spirit of the game? Any game after Johnny Bairstow's dismissal in the Ashes, which was very much uh, within the rules, certainly, and I believe within the spirit as well yeah, of that game. I don't think the spirit applies to that situation. I don't, I don't believe so yeah. either. Uh, the uh, caller today, caller of the day, will get a hundred dollars to spend at Red Rooster. Red Rooster <laughs> Mega Box, hundred dollars. The Rooster's calling you. That's outstanding. Try a Mega Box at Red the, Rooster. The today. Rooster is calling you. Yeah, Great chips We're there too. The, oh. I say the best chips. Yep. The best extra chips. salt. Oh my chicken salt. You are you're yeah. talking yeah. my language. Probably go down the way home now. One triple three five why wait? 
Yeah. Let's get it in. Let's exactly. order it in. Oh, yes, please. One triple three five three Mitchell from French's Forest. What have you seen that's outside the spirit of the game? Oh, uh, well, look, this is actually about Dell. Great. Right, here we go. Oh, it's good. He yeah. probably told Which us. Which time? <laughs> take, yourself back, take yourself back to the World Cup opening game yep. for the Wallabies against Argentina. And uh, Dell's on the wing, as he should be. And um, <laughs> and we're sitting in the crowd. We're right on the edge. Give us a wave, Wendell. Show us you care. And we got the dirtiest look of disdain yeah. from this bloke. Just looked at us sideways and just went, you guys are just well, no. maybe just he, ignored, gave us nothing. I was going to defend. I'm going to defend Dell. He, he might have thought, "How dare you question me? My passion is unquestionable." So is my bank no. balance. <laughs> <laughs> Outside the spirit of the game, he's saying. You're saying no, Richard yes. Friedman. Ah, oh, well, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Dell was thinking. Anything, but I'll, be, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. The only thing I, outside the spirit of the game with Dell is when he wears gloves in Union. That Remember was, that? That was a bad. Yeah. Look. What is that? That's a bad look. That, oh. <laughs> Bad look. Eddie Dell can get away with that. <laughs> Corey, Albion Park, what did you see that was outside the spirit of the game? Yeah, I reckon uh, Joey Manu last year, I think it was, he faked the hamstring injury. The defenders pretty much gave up on him and then he just ran through and scored. scored. the try. That is outside that's the spirit outside. of the game. That, that is, is outside. Yeah, that's so outside. One. I'll play that game too. It wouldn't have helped us. We still got beat by 50. <laughs> 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 but that's what I mean too. They were winning by so much. You didn't, didn't have to the do it. The game was in the balance of that stage. Hmm. And then it blew out. Was it? <laughs> I'm <laughs> was telling it? myself it was. <laughs> Can't do that. Uh, Roger in Wollongong, give you the final say. What was outside the spirit of the game, Roger? Hello, how you going, lads? Good, brother. Champion. Uh, the old crouching tiger, hidden finger. I do not know what was going through his mind at that time. Oh, that is, yeah. John Hobawate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's enough said. Outside the spirit of the game and inside somewhere it shouldn't have been. It might be inside the spirit for some people. Yeah, I'm fair. <laughs> And I think Roger, <laughs> Roger, I think you're going to be spending $100 at Red Rooster. The Red Rooster Mega Roger? Box, of course I, I am. I thought the Joey Manu thing was very good. But yeah, but, but this is so, so far outside the spirit of the beauty. game. No one, no one ever thought of this. Um, <laughs> the Rooster's calling you to try a Mega Box at Red Rooster today. Well done, Roger. The port of call for the big names from every code. Big names. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Darren Woods in for Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. Uh, very hard to know who exactly is on top in the Ashes end of day two, third test. So we're going to ask Greg Blewett that question after 11 when he joins us. I'll begrudgingly apologise to Richard for something I've said in the past, which I'm not happy about, but I'll do it anyway after 11. Only one thing? It's the right thing to do. Just what one is thing. that? Yeah, no, no, you'll find out Can't after wait. 11. Uh, right now, though, very happy you're back because uh, Richard's racing tip has been missing. Um, and now it has returned, Richard. Yes, yes, the racing tip has returned. I need the money. So I, I'm, <laughs> so do we. I am trying as hard as I possibly can to find one today. Yes. You so need... we're going to go to Randwick. We're going to go to race eight okay. at Randwick. And uh, I, I know this is a, it's a horse I like because I think she's, um, I think she's pretty honest. Race eight, number 13, Bricks, Brooke Spire. She's, she, she'll be hard to beat. Well, a horse. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, he, he wins plenty of races. My brother's got a horse in there, I think, called King of Hastings. He'll actually go pretty well too. So maybe uh, 13 and 14, you can make something up around them. So Better work in Melbourne, I find, King of Hastings. Yeah, but he, he's he's pretty genuine. He has won at Randwick before. Okay. So what's the, what's the odds there? For they're you? both, they're, one's Brooks Buyers at 8.50 and King Ooh. of Hastings at 6.50. That's juicy. Very juicy. Yeah, you could make something up around it. Quinella, a box Quinella with a few other horses. Yeah, that'll pay for your croissant. 
What about the, the two cappuccinos <laughs> and the and the and croissant the for thirty five euro? <laughs> yeah. Thirty-five euro. So on air, you've been getting wonderful uh, sports content. Off air, yeah. we've been getting a lot of complaints about Italy and how expensive it is after and, you've just returned. Yes, and travelling. And yes, and travelling. Hiring beds. Uh, yes, rantings and ravings and <laughs> whingings and whinings. But which I have missed. I will be. <laughs> I have missed it. Relentless. So, so we, we know this tip's going to be a beauty because he Brooks needs to make. Good. He needs to make some money. Second back. up record. Um, wonderful. Yes, as very well, good. Brooks she ran eighth first up, but yeah. she'll improve Second markedly. Up today. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to need a tip for the Grafton Cup. It Grafton. is the Grafton Cup tomorrow, and I love the Grafton Cup because years ago I bet on a horse at the Grafton Cup called Winkler because I have quite an affinity for Henry Winkler, of course, the oh, Fonz. Oh, yes, of course. And it was just an omen bet. I love Henry Winkler. Winkler got around well, at $71 and it placed. Let's just and say your omen bets aren't always good. What did you no. send me yesterday? So yesterday I got on a horse uh, called Woodsy. Because it was running around, and yeah. Woodsy was on today. I was like, "Well, that's an omen bet." And let's well, just say, let's just say for you, it's slower than me yeah. somehow. Yeah, I couldn't understand <laughs> how it slow. ran slower and than that's, Woodsy. That's yeah. pretty slow. Woodsy. I just finished the race. So. Yeah, so avoid that one like the plague. <laughs> but I'm going to need a tip for the Grafton Cup. Grafton the Cup the time honoured South Grafton Cup. What have you got? Right, right, right race seven tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, at Grafton, as <laughs> he right. looks at the form for the first looking. time. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Cepheus will be hard to beat there. Okay. And Annabelle Neesham's got a, an English horse in there called Space Tracker, number seven. Right. If, you, if you box something up around them, you might get the money there. Well, thank you. I know you didn't want to do that, but you did it for me and I appreciate Jeez, you, it. you pressured him into that one. No, I know. Brendo. I, I do a lot of I do a lot of form on Grafton on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if it's happening in sport, it'll get a run here. The greatest happening in sport. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner still overseas, uh, drinking triple pims, she was saying on our group chat. Triple pims. Just at- triples. That's what she says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quadruples, I you believe reckon? it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon it's a few more shots. Uh, Aaron Woods is in for Candace Warner today, and we're having a lot of fun. We're making him have a lot of fun. Greg Blewett joining us for an Ashes update very shortly. Very hard to really tell who's on top at the moment. Aussies or England, can we make it 3-0 in this test? He'll let us know. Um, and uh, we got Rusty for Greg Rust's uh, motorsport update. Candace's quiz, this could go, this could go anyway, because it's turned into what? Richie's quiz. Richie's quiz. You're running it. You want to run and it. And you're be much the bunny, Woodsy. Let's hope there's no cheating today. Well, or would spirit, that be in the spirit, the spirit of Would that be in the spirit quiz. of the show? Uh, spirit of the quiz? You never know. I don't know. Before we get there, we've got to do this. Four and 20. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. The Dead Set Legends Player of the Week. Yeah, you're running this one, Woodsy. Not so much a, a player as it is a... No. Yeah, so this boy is this, the Bradman of eating. Wow. Yeah, so this is this is a fair dink of mouthful, boys. A Sydney-based oh, competitive like eater has claimed third place at the world's biggest hot dog eating contest after downing 47 hot dogs in just 10 minutes. 47? His, that, pre, his previous record was 43. So is what what sort of hot dogs are we talking? Are we talking the full-length hot dog or full, just the yeah. little frank? No, no, no. no this, like proper no. one. So, like, with the bun? With yeah, the bun, yeah. but what they do, they've got a big oh like. God. So remember that movie, like Super Size Me. I reckon there's a huge shake next to them. So they dip the hot dog in there and they just swallow it down. They, throw, they don't even chew it. It's unbelievable mm. for you. So they got no gag reflex, just. It would appear not. <laughs> uh, why did it go so right. quiet, boys? I don't know. <laughs> it would appear not. But <laughs> the winner was unbelievable. Sixty-two, Joey Chestnut. He's like. That's 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 his name. That's freaky. Joey Joey Chestnut. He's the immortal. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's unbelievable. Anyway, first place gets ten thousand US. He's the goat of dogs. He's. (laughs) You said it, man. You said it. 
The goat of the long hot dogs. Mm. Mm. He can throw them down. It's extraordinary. Wouldn't he must he? have, yeah, like you said, how, no how do you gag find reflex. this stuff? But what, 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 what would bring you to... Candace sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is unreal. So follow him on Instagram, Jay Webby can eat. Uh, he just goes around and there's just heaps of reels of him eating lots of stuff. He's an Aussie legend. He's, he's an icon. He's built like a brick you-know-what house. He, like, he's, his body's say, unreal. Can we have, like, a little thing like that here one day? Like, just see how many we could fit in in 10 minutes? Absolutely, we could try. I reckon I'll get through probably about 20, that's it. Well, 47 hot dogs in 10 minutes, That's I mean, that's a Wednesday for Richard, so I mean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. That's nice. That's good. Hey. Oh, no, good, good on you. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that you. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> You'll yeah, see tomorrow, boys, that. not today. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, um, Ash's update next with the great Greg Blewett joining us after, well, John Bon Jovi, this was his first single. Did you know that, Richard? As a solo artist. Really? Yeah. How do you know? Because I do a music show ah. uh, during the week. Does anyone listen? You don't. I do. And I know that for it. Thank you, Woodsy. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner still in England. Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. Well done to our caller of the day, Roger. $100 to spend at Red Rooster for him. There's a bit of everything in a Red Rooster mega box. The Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. Going to get into Candace's quiz shortly. You want to be involved? One triple three five three. It's called Richie's Quiz today. Yes. Uh, Richard Friedman, the quiz master. Going to get to it after we do this. Done properly. If it happened overnight, <laughs> you'll hear it. The Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Uh, men, the Blues team for Game 3, State of Origin. It's happening Wednesday. You'll hear it right here on Triple M and the Listener app. Were you as shocked as I to see uh, the ins and the outs for Game 3? Yeah, Brenda, I think we were all shocked, you know. You, you see someone like Bradman Best. Um, look, outstanding young talent. Good yes. to see, you know, good to see him get picked. And then you sort of think, all right, we're going to go for the future here. Mm. And then you see guys like, you know, no disrespect to Cody Walker. Like, he's been outstanding, you know, the form he's in, but... He's at his later, you know, 30s now in, mm. in, in, in his age. So um, I would have thought they maybe went with Nico Hines if they were featuring for, for next year. Um, more, maybe getting the likes of Spencer Lenu, you know, even looking yeah. at Blake Braley. He's yeah. a good young hooker. Um, but no one, I don't know what they're trying to achieve here. Are they, are they looking mm. for the future? It was neither your ass nor your elbow, really, for me. It wasn't, it. it wasn't a young team and it wasn't picking the, the very best player in their position either. You and, know? and the thing as well, like we've given Stefano Udomotako from, from the Tigers eight, eight, what, 14, 15 minutes last game. And, and the same with Hines seen. too. What same have these players Hines. done wrong? What have they done wrong? Matt, Nothing. Matt Burton's been 18th man for the first two games and doesn't even get a look in at centre. Yeah, he had a disappointing game against um, uh, who they, they played last up start against Newcastle yeah. and they got beat by 60, but... He's still been there, thereabouts with the but squad. But that's what it's felt. It's felt like they've just been picking it on the game before the origin. And and that's where you don't you don't want to be disrespectful to Bradman Best. He had an absolute blinder. Mm. He's been playing well the last month of footy, but does you know you don't know what they're, what they're trying to achieve here. I don't understand. Are we looking for the future, or we're just going to win this game? That's hear, the problem. You hear Freddie talk and say this. He, his coaching's on the line. Um, a lot of people already think that his coaching's done. So there's it, just so much that the bit of talk and. You know, was James Destin going to get picked? Do we put Dylan Edwards at fullback? There were so many question marks going on the game and there's still question marks when we still well, look at Well, he can't it. even make 18th man, 19th man Dylan Edwards. And we yes. got, you got Strink, Scott Drinkwater, just people that were never in the conversation are being brought in. I, re- I just think they overthink this. Uh, and I, Every year I think New South Wales overthink it. Just pick the best player in the competition in their correct position. And that's what Queensland do. 
And that's Seems why Queensland win uh, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tour de France, your favourite time of the year, Richard I Friedman. I do love the Tour. And you know what? We had a big uh, a big victory in Stage 5 with uh, with uh, Jai Hindley, who, by the way, is a West Australian and a lot of people would never have heard his name. But he's not unknown in Europe because he is a Grand Tour winner already. He mm. won the 2022 Giro d'Italia. Uh, overall, general classification. He yep. is a genuine cycling star. And he, he won stage five. He got the yellow jersey, which was a huge achievement. Now, he lost it again overnight because the two uh, uh, favourites, Pogacar and uh, Vingegaard, yes. basically their teams dug in and, you know, they took over again. But he's on the podium at the moment. He's in third position. And who knows? Still a week to go on the tour. And anything could happen. There could be crashes. There could be anything. Who knows? I must apologise to you too, because a few weeks ago when Candice was still here, we laid into Richard for watching the cycle. Can I say one thing I'm disappointed at too? What? You're not in Lycra. Mm, you yeah. told me today you were coming in Lycra. No, I should. No, I should. No, I, it's very form-fitting. He's a mammal. No, I'm not middle, even middle-aged, mate. I'm 32. Middle-aged Come man on. in Lycra. I must apologise because we laid into you for saying no one watches the cycling. Apparently everyone watches the cycling. Did you know, and I'm sure you do, it is the most watched sporting event in the world, the Tour de France. Fair income. 3.5 billion people tune into this thing. So I must apologise yeah. to you. Oh, no, it's big. Sorry. I mean, I don't. <laughs> you I, don't. I don't, I don't either. I mean, I don't. But 3.5 billion other people you do. You might tune in now that we've got an Australian... Currently on the podium. Oh, well, you sure. know what? That, I'm going to tune <laughs> sure, just man. for that fact, Freya. Yeah. And, and it's good to watch, you know, the nice castles and lovely towns and tight outfits. Yeah. <laughs> no, is, that, is that a bit weird not, or? Yeah. <laughs> Super Netball Grand <laughs> Final tonight as well. The Swifts taking on the Thunderbirds. Weird. Go, Swifts! <laughs> Fox Sports is where you can catch that. You're going to come back next week. I might wear a bit of Lycra for you next week. I'll just come in anyway. Did you see the working. eyes light yeah. up? <laughs> weird. I haven't moved that quick in a while. <laughs> Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace away, Aaron Woods in, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin, joined by one of our favourites. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Our man, Rustang Sally, uh, Greg Rust, the Rusty's Garage podcast. You can find it on the Listener app. Really bad, that. Good, ma- No, it's not. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that's bad. Do you, did you enjoy that, Greg Rust? Rustang oh, Sally? Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were having a private conversation. I wanted to actually kick off by, start, by starting to say ciao to Richard. How oh, was, no, oh, he's back. Oh, oh. Uh, parts, parts of Italy are magnificent and parts of Italy are magnificent, but the most expensive place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Unbelievable. I know. The grievance is still on the way too. He's the only person that's come back from Italy with several grievances, which more, is going to air. More than I left with. Before the end of the show. <laughs> hey, uh, Rusty, you spoke to Shane Van Gisbergen on your pod this week after that history-making win in NASCAR. Absolutely believable. For those that don't understand, how big was this achievement? Just massive. I mean, you're talking about an Aussie that, or you know, or a Kiwi going to, say, the NBA or the baseball or, or something like that and winning on debut. So to win in the very Premier League is almost unheard of. Mm. On You know, the last person to do it on their first outing was 60 years ago. Now, there'll be purists who'll go, hang on a minute, it was a street track. They don't often do those. They were in Chicago. It was a little bit damp. Those things played to Shane's strengths compared to the, the ovals those guys normally race on. But for me, it's the endorsement of the competitors in that field. They have spoken glowingly about Shane, and they play hardball, those guys, right? They are not 
easy to beat. So naturally, everyone is now asking him, uh, is he going to make the move? Will he make the switch? His own team boss, Jamie Wincup, says he won't stand in his way. But as you'll hear in this uh, in this grab here, Shane's committed through to the end of 2024 for now. It's appealing. Like, I'd love to go and love to go and try it now. And um, I never thought I'd say that a couple of months ago, but we all know how this year's kind of going with everything. Mm. And, you know, maybe it is time to go and try something. But um, in, in my head, I'm committed here for one more year. But uh, let, let's see. Obviously, I've... My phone's running hot at the moment. I don't have any offers, but um, yeah, let's see. Can't be that committed. Jeezy's <laughs> on fire well, too. Uh, man, it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive a massive endorsement for him and a, and a great opportunity. A good time if you're a real estate agent in Mooresville, North Carolina, I would have thought. Because, <laughs> well, to, you know, have, to have yeah. the composure, Rusty, to be able to do that at your first Correct. try, at it, it's just, Correct. it just speaks volumes for how he's playing at another level. So, Richard, if you watch, you can find some highlights around, right? Like, in the last 20 laps, he passed 18 cars. Wow. And they were not normally, normally those guys dive bomb your back or they rub wheels with you, right? And they just could not do it. Was, it was amazing to watch. And everyone around the globe has, you know, I mean, he's had messages from legends like Mario Andretti. I mean, guys like Denny Hamlin, seasoned NASCAR competitors, are, are crowned, you know, they, they talked about him schooling them. It was crazy, crazy. Yeah. Well, he's on fire at the moment. He's back in the action with the supercars this weekend in Queensland, Rusty. What's the latest from Townsville? So, Aaron, yesterday, uh, Will Brown, quickest for the Erebus team in Session 1. Jack LeBrock, who was um, a race winner up there in Darwin a few weeks ago, quick in practice too. They got qualifying this morning, top 10 shootout at midday Sydney time, and they'll go racing again this afternoon. Brody Kostecki on top of the championship ladder. Now, the British Grand Prix, one of the biggest, right? Well, it's one of the major F1 Grand Prix. Now, Brad Pitt, the actor, he's there, he's suiting up. Is he going to get behind the wheel of one of these things? <laughs> he is, and we, we might have spoken about it on the show a, a couple of weeks ago. So Jerry Bruckheimer, right, Hollywood legend who's made Top Gun and Days of Thunder and all sorts of things, is making a movie about Formula One. And they've got some very good people from a, a director standpoint and so on to do this. So if you... You can find it on socials, obviously. They have basically created a garage, a fictitious 11th team. There is a car. Brad's had a seat fitting. He's going to do some some laps and all sorts to give this thing a sense of authenticity and to give it that kind of edge that they had in Top Gun. And in, and the, the Formula One drivers, they're behind this. They reckon if they get it right, and what they're seeing so far suggests they will, but it'll be very, very good for the sport. The actors get all the fun, don't they? Yeah, but he's a terrific <laughs> actor too, bro. Yeah, he's all right. He's so handsome. He's a terrific actor. Like, you want to hate him? He's a good sort. But, oh, my God, he's just wonderful at everything he does. He's got, he's got everything well, going his way. He's a bit of a fanboy. That's a bit odd. Yeah, but I've just you know? really started to appreciate He's been in a few things I've watched lately, and he's just getting like better at acting. He's, he's so good. I'd love to see. Can we get the promo? What about when the promo comes out? Brad Pitt and Richard Friedman. (laughs) (laughs) He'd walk away. If he's involved in the project, he's walking away, Rusty. 100%. Uh, Greg Russ, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure, my man. Love it, guys. Take care. Thank you, Rusty. Bendix breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Aaron Woods has been filling in for Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anik, and Woodsy. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming in today. I love coming out and hanging with you fellas. I missed you. I, I missed you, Richard. I really did. And it was Something lovely to have you. you back. No, I found that out about myself while you were gone as well. <laughs>
<laughs> something wrong with me. Indeed, I took over Grievance while you were away as well. I think you really? would have been proud of me, yeah. I want to hear some of those. Uh, the Lotto I was upset with because I didn't win and uh, betting terminal vultures. So it was all betting related. <laughs> And a lot of grievances betting, with betting. Betting terminal vultures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds I'll, like something actually I could come up oh, with. Oh, you would have hated it, uh, but yeah. more, that's another time. You're back, which means we have to do yours. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's List of Grievances. See, the trouble with going on holidays, you've got to get on planes. Mm. They're just a rich vein of annoyance for me, planes. <laughs> I get on the plane, I'm too cheap to to pay for a decent seat. Yep, that's, so, that's fair. You know, and because and they're ridiculously expensive. So I'm Very down, expensive. I'm down with my people. Your uh, people. My people. Yes, man of the people. That's yeah. what economy. people's trainer. They're often described as. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the people's trainer, as no one says. Go on. I know. That's widely used. Um, and I'm sitting in my seat. I always take the aisle seat. Right? I like the aisle seat. Fair. Because then I, I don't have to climb over some no. dude who's, you know, sleeping no. next to me or something. It's flying on your terms, the aisle As seat. much as possible. Yeah. Right? This woman parks herself in the aisle and oh. chats to the people across the aisle of me for 20 minutes with her rather ample derriere <laughs> parked right at my eye level. No. Right? <laughs> I elbowed her twice. Accidentally. Did she get the hint? Accidentally. <laughs> Never moved. It was oh. like a rock. Right? She just <laughs> stood there and talking absolute rubbish to the people next door to me. I eventually had to stand up and say, Madam, move. Madam, move. Move. Right? And she just looked at me like she didn't speak English, but I knew she did because yeah. I'd heard her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she, <laughs> she looked at me <laughs> and I said, you heard me. Move. Be there. Right? Oh. And she just did. And the people across the aisle said, that was pretty rude. I said, you think that was rude? I said, do you want me to start on you? Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm making friends. Yeah, so this is 15 minutes into the flight. <laughs> we haven't even taken off yet. No. <laughs> uh, and my wife's going, you shut up. Oh. Shut up. You know, it's just you. She might not have known that she was blocking your path, Richard. No, she knew. She knew. She, knew. Like, she just yeah. didn't care. She's an aisle blocker. Yeah. She got up to take that flight. To purposely block you. you That's don't what she stand did. in the aisle chatting to your friends with your your big big bunda in someone else's <laughs> face. <laughs> how long were you overseas? Why? I'm just asking. How long were you overseas? Three weeks. Three weeks. Mm. Okay. So all we did was get on the plane. So that was the first grievance <laughs> wow. on this trip. There's so a whole lot more I to come. I thought this L- was a series. Luckily, the person in front of you didn't push the seat backwards a bit. I know. I don't. I, I've got a, a solution to that. As soon as they do it, I start whack. Pushing the back yep. of the seat. Nice, like you're a child kicking yeah. the chair. Nice. Yeah. And they look over, and I'm sort of pretending to be asleep. Oh, I'm with you, but how bad's flying? It's, it's the shocking. worst. It's the worst. Okay. She's locked in that little steel tube with all those people, and I guess they're thinking I'm we're locked in with him. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting eight mu- eighteen months material out of this oh, this mate, trip. Sure. I can't wait. Okay, so that was on the plane. We'll see what happened next week. Yeah. Stay when tuned. You- next <laughs> week, next week we'll go through takeoff. <laughs>